I could see it becoming that. What was that ding? Oh, I think that was me. Daniel Daniel kicked the cat. (laughs) Daniel's elevator is here. (laughs) I uh, touched my new mic stand. Is that Uh, it? Yeah. Okay. Don't do it again. (laughs) I bought a new mic stand. It's really cool. Yeah. It has springs on it that you... You boinged a spring. Oh I was God. putting a pen we up. We can't talk. About, we cannot talk about the logistics of Daniel's microphone. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. It was a cool noise. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Welcome to Double Issue. We're going to talk to you about Avengers Endgame. A little film that's come a long way since Captain America 1. The first Avenger. (laughs) The very first Marvel movie. Now it's been a bit of time since we've seen this. Josh and I at least. So we're going to go off a plot synopsis here. Is that okay, Daniel? Do you remember it more? I I remember it pretty good. I was going to say, do we want to do non-spoily stuff first? No, if you haven't seen it and you want to see it, stop listening. Yeah, okay, that's fair. Stop listening right now, because I'm about to give you the plot synopsis so that we could talk about it. In AD 1555, Connor McLeod returns to his (laughs) former home in Glenfinnan, Scotland, to save his mother from his former friend and village priest, Jacob Kell. I'm lost, I don't remember this. Is that the right one? (laughs) Highlander Endgame is a 2000 American (laughs) fantasy action film. (laughs) Did you know Highlander Endgame is the fourth Highlander film? And Avengers Endgame is the fourth Avengers film. But how many Highlander films came after? What do you mean? I don't know. Like, was it actually the end of its franchise? No. Is this the end of the Avengers? No, that could be what this... Sets them apart from each other. No, it was no. They made Highlander movies since two thousand. Okay, so they both know don't know what the fuck Endgame means. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. It I was think... the fourth out of looks like there's six of them right now, plus the series and the animated series and Highlander the Raven. Okay. I think you might be thinking about the wrong film. Do you mean Endgame two thousand nine? A story based on the covert discussions that brought down the Aphid regime in South Africa? No, I mean Endgame, a 2006 film. Oh, okay. That okay, one. A- I think I know what you're talking about. It's The End of the Game, a 1975 American short documentary film directed by Robin Le- Lehem. Le- All Lehman. right. <laughs> Or is it Endgame, the original drama series centered on brilliant chess We're master? We're all done with our Wikipedia <laughs> jokes. <laughs> We're talking about Endgame, the season two finale of Young Justice, because this is a comic <laughs> book podcast. Woo! Comic books! Endgame is a synonym for bonus round in a television game show. Oh. The end game. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that makes an SNL skit where they are all on Family Feud make a lot more sense. So it's like a bunch of Marvel characters on Family Feud. Yeah. Well, one side was Marvel. 
and the other side was Game of Thrones, and they were doing Family Feud. All right. How do we want to do this? The movie was three hours, so we got to talk six hours, I'm thinking. Oh, I mean, at yeah. least. <clears throat> I'll go frame by frame. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to post the frames into our discussion so that we can... You know those podcasts where they do like a minute of the movie at a time? Yeah. Let's do that for frames. Okay. A frame of a movie at a time. Yeah. What's the... What's the What's the normal thing? 24 frames per second? That's the n- normal movie thing? 24 frames per second. So 24 times 60, we've got 1,440 frames per minute times 181 minutes. We've got 260,000 episodes <laughs> planned oh. for um, our Endgame Endgame podcast. What if we also mix up each 24 frame segment into a random generator so that we get a random 24 sections of the movie each week no that's too much i thought it mixed up a little bit but like like that way we could start we could randomly get some some credits frames in there throughout the series (coughs) so we're not spending so we're not spending three years just talking about the credits for Endgame. <laughs> People would stop listening at that point. By the time we get there, it'll be like its own thing. Yeah. We would have built it'll, up such an audience that they would have Yeah, everyone will be excited for the Endgame Endgame. <laughs> <laughs> this Man. has been so many years in the making. Oh, well, what about general reactions? We can just start. Yeah, I don't want to do like through the plot. Let's just yeah. do like highlights, lowlights. I don't think... Anyone knows how time travel works in this movie. <laughs> That's science, because general, both the writers and the directors disagreed. Oh, general impressions. The writers were the directors, right? Well, there's like <laughs> Hoda. Oh, no. Screenplay is by two different guys. Yeah. I think they helped write on it, though. Surely. Surely yeah. with something this big, it's not just two dudes wrote it. Um, I thought it was a good ending. Like a good capstone for the thing they've been doing. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. wrapping up 20 movies, like a chapter of that many films. So I think it did good for that. Yeah. I thought it had some weird pacing issues. Yeah, I could see that. Like the action was not really until the last 30 minutes and then it was like all action. <laughs> well, yeah. that's just an Avengers movie. No, it. I'm no. pretty sure in the other Avengers movies they kind of paced out their action scenes, and yeah. this one just didn't. almost, almost all of them also at least start with an action scene. This one started with like everyone sad. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, <laughs> it was like Yoke come down. this one, like Hawkeye. Hmm. Just sad. I don't really have any feelings for Hawkeye, so it didn't really pull on my heartstrings in the same way that I feel like it was supposed to. Well, I started off with a lot of feelings for Hawkeye after the opening, because, spoiler, his family disappears. And, well, he goes on, like, this samurai adventure, and I started to lose how much I liked him the longer that went on. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess there was an action scene in the movie, and it was that, and I went, oh, that's not really an action scene. Because it's a Hawkeye scene? Because it wasn't the good (laughs) No, it was like an action scene through a window. Yeah, Hawkeye's got tattoos and a rad haircut now. He's better than you. Yeah, he just kind of went psycho, man. But that was what he was doing before the snap. Like that's what he and Natasha just did for a living. So it's weird. Everyone was upset with him. 
Well, they were upset because he was only doing it to foreign people. <laughs> well, he was doing it. He went it, to Asia yeah. and did it. He went Mexico. to Mexico and did it. I'm sure there's plenty of bad people in America. I think I think what they were going for is <laughs> he's doing it on a global scale. And, and most of most of the world is foreign. <laughs> yeah. Josh, you take that back. This is America. We own oh, everything. Yeah. From sea to shining sea, Josh. True. No, I just didn't, I haven't really cared about Hawkeye since he's left. Yeah. I did decide during the movie that I would love to have a Hawkeye standalone film in the style of that Hawkeye comic book. Well, good luck. You're getting a show. Oh, dang. Well, hey, happy birthday did, to me. Did you not know you were getting a show? A- apparently. Hawkeye's getting a TV show. I kept oh. up with the news and I went, surely they're not killing Black Widow. She's getting a movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, and we said that her. about Spider-Man, too. So. And he didn't die. Oh, I don't yeah. know. It, there were some weird things like, um, I didn't really know the stakes of anything in the middle bit once there was time travel. Yeah. Yeah. I went, oh, someone has to sacrifice for the Soul Stone, but... This is all not. This is all in a past alternate timeline, anyway. So it doesn't. It doesn't matter who dies here. And then twenty minutes later, they go. It mattered who died there. We can't undo that. And I went. Yeah, that would have been nice to know before that scene, <laughs> so that I, I could have the appropriate reaction. I f- I felt that, like I kind of understood that if you're if you're sacrificing someone to get an infinity gem. There's, like, some kind of permanence to that. Like, they are sacrificed, sacrificed. Unless you're Gamora. Well, yeah. (laughs) That's time travel, man. (laughs) Yeah. What I'm saying is there was enough fuzziness around where I went, uh, I don't, like, I don't know how, like, when the snap happened, people were sad. I -hmm. wasn't sad because I went, well, they're not killing all these people, so they're undoing it. There was enough ambiguity around Black Widow's death where I just went, I don't know if this should be taken seriously or not. Like, I have no idea the stakes, like, how permanent this is. Yeah. And it wasn't until later they clarified. And it's like, well, we're past that now. (laughs) And so I kept thinking, okay, if Gamora can come back, then the Vision's going to be back, right? Because they'll just go get another one of him. Oh, yeah, I forgot about the Vision. But the Vision died because he had a soul stone in his head. (laughs) I guess they couldn't remove that one from the timeline with him. He's he's getting a TV show too, so he'll be back. Or (laughs) there's there's a driver there's a driver at work who asked me specifically before seeing the movie if the Vision was in the movie. It's like they bring back my man Vision. I'm like, I remember seeing him in the movie. I can't answer this question without (laughs) giving you spoilers. And then he saw it, and he came back very upset Aww. at me. <laughs> He's like, man, I didn't want to see it if they didn't bring back Vision, and they didn't bring him back. You lied to me. <laughs> you withheld information. Is that really lying? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I th- think it's kind of dumb that they could have they had Vision back. They didn't have to return all, this, all the Infinity Gems. See... I was thinking the Infinity Gems just exist, no matter... Like, if Thanos actually destroyed all the Infinity Gems, and they are what create time... They're not. Well, yeah, but that's how the Sorceress Supreme explains no, it. She, her explanation is 
dumb. She's the Sorceress <laughs> Supreme. I think her explanation she knows. is dumb. Nope, her explanation is dumb. <laughs> it's like she was trying to explain something that's unexplainable in fourth grade terms, and it really missed the mark. Nah, nah. I think there's just a a central like. I think uh, it's just hand wavy. Yeah, like all of all of it all together is just like eh, it just does work. And see. <laughs> they wanted a time travel that did the things they wanted it to do so you could see that the moments in the other films we all care about you know the first avengers uh guardians of the galaxy volume one and thor 2 yeah, dark um, world yeah yeah <laughs> the, the moments we all thor. care about they wanted they wanted time travel that worked like that but also time travel that didn't cause paradoxes but also time travel that by the end of it, they go, yeah, but we can't really do it all the time, so this never comes up again. It's Doctor Who time travel. It works so long as the narrative needs it to. Yeah. They wanted something that was, like, in emergencies only, really. <laughs> yeah, even even just, like, tiny time travel, like, normal Doctor Strange time stone time travel. They, got, they used it once. That's it. Yeah. Well, he used it several twice. million times. Yeah, <laughs> but in yeah, I thought about that. Think about that for a second, though. If if an attempt at beating Thanos takes anywhere from thirty minutes to five years for Doctor Strange, or three hours in our case, yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> so it takes thirty minutes to five years per attempt, and he attempted millions of times. How how long was he like from his perspective? He is like infinity years old. Yeah. Nah, it's like, like watching a million movies all at once. But he didn't watch them all at once. He, he lived didn't. them. I don't think he lived them. That's how it worked whenever he beat Dormammu. He's a better sorcerer now. There's one of the Aqua Teen Hunger Force DVDs where they did a gag where if you hit play all, it plays all the episodes all at once. <laughs> <laughs> That's all on cool. one screen. <laughs> Um, he did that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Real gross. Yeah. So, it's only made worse, the time travel disparity, by the fact that Loki, who is very central to every story in the last, like, Avengers arc, pre-character development, just picks up the Tesseract and disappears. That's, and, that's only on that timeline. And I know um, that's gonna be explained away with the Disney Plus whatever... Yeah. Or that's the entire plot of the Disney Plus uh, series that he's in. But like, it's just another time where it's like, uh, I wish this got explained a little more, even though this is a three-hour movie. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I honestly don't really mind it being very loose. Yeah, like I, I loved a lot of the time travel stuff, but also wanted that section to be a little bit shorter. So, so hold on. Speaking of the. The potential impacts of time travel and whatnot. Can I bring potential Far From Home, Spider-Man Far From Home spoilers into this? Is it from the trailer? I haven't seen the trailer. Don't spoil the trailer for me. Okay, then I will not. <laughs> That's, no, I, that was I my actually, question. I actually don't care. I heard there's like multiverse hints or something. Yeah, it pretty much hints at the possibility of multiverse and the, the snap opening up the multiverse. And I don't know if the multiverse is a result of branching timelines or if it's a result of the snap as the trailer tries to imply. But yeah, that's 
That's all. Maybe Far From Home is going to be like uh, Inglorious Bastards, where we assume it's our universe, and at the end, Spider-Man dies, and they're like, oh, psych, it was the other universe. <laughs> the one where they killed Hitler. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Like the There was a, somewhere in that time travel scene, I went, you know what? It, this movie's already really long. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that reminds me. So... I kind of wish we could redo the film, which is possible with time travel. But I want to just have them really quickly in the first part of the film, like the first half, figure out time travel, get the Infinity Stones. Thanos shows up, and right before he's about to kill everyone, Hulk or somebody is like, hits the reset button on their time machine, and it goes to an alternate universe where the other half of the Avengers are alive and everyone else is dead. And the movie starts completely over, but with those characters. That would be dumb. It would be (laughs) amazing. So it's the entire film again up to that point. (laughs) Just playing out with the new characters. Except in the alternate version, where Mm -hmm. uh, Tony Stark and the Hulk are both uh, dusted yeah there there is no plot no <laughs> like, that's where hank pym just does it all oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. okay and uh shuri is there or true well, black panther's there anyway they're smart people that didn't survive the snap that could swap out i guess so yeah i just i really and like Doctor the idea Strange? of a film going to completion the other one yeah well oh yeah yeah see they got the supreme sorcerer the good one yeah not the yeah. not the bad one yeah, it was weird that they went to Thor 2 land. Yeah. Um, like the most disliked movie? Yeah. I think that was just so he could have a conversation with his mom. Yeah, well, but also, like, I've never... the one soul stone. Or... Well, yeah. It's been a long time since I watched Thor 1 and 2, but I didn't remember his mom at all. No. <laughs> yeah. It felt like a big character moment that I was just like, oh, okay, you could have done this off screen. She's also <laughs> a really interesting character now, and I'm sad... That I think she's just done. Yeah. Yeah, she was, like, not phased at all by him being a time-traveling version of himself. That's the coolest part. She's like, I was raised by witches. I get this. I'm cool. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, what what other points in time could they have gone for the, the reality gem? I have if no not, idea, because I don't, yeah. <laughs> I don't remember any of the lore. I think uh, Benicio Del Toro had it at some point, but... Mm. Yeah, they could have just gone to space with everyone else. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that could have been a way to get Howard the Duck back in for a moment. Um, supposedly Howard the Duck did exist in this movie. Oh, in the in the big scene where they're pulling everyone in through the portals. Oh, <laughs> he's he's in there somewhere. Oh, that's the thing that I I did kind of feel like was a missed opportunity. It's they totally should have had just a real quick scene of John C. Riley flying spaceships into attack with everyone I else. Mean, I mean, they should have had a real quick scene of all the all the Marvel Netflix people. Yeah, just all one really quick scene, like the Defenders just fighting people off by themselves. Yeah, like it doesn't need much, but it was more than they cared to pay Netflix or something. Like I'm sure it was like logistically harder to do than the rest of it, so it wouldn't have made them any more money. <laughs> Yeah, they made two billion dollars. I think they they'll be okay. Well, when you have a billion dollars, what is a million dollars but money you don't have to spend if you don't have to? 
Yeah. Uh, due to budget cutbacks, all the Avengers have been replaced by sock puppets. Because <laughs> we know you'll pay for a ticket anyway. I, I enjoyed it, mostly. Yeah. I've kind of checked out of the larger Marvel Universe in that, like, I don't know if everything's a must-see anymore. <laughs> yeah, I've still been catching everything, yeah. but I'm getting more lethargic about getting to the theater for it like i'm very excited for detective pikachu and it's like and really excited sonic. to see a new thing like that yeah and sonic mm. not sonic mm. yeah Mm-hmm. N- not sonic <laughs> yeah but i'm like i'm really now? excited to go see uh john wick 3 yeah and maybe no, by john actually. wick 7 i'll be tired of them but by john wick 22 like i, I still want to see all of them but i'm not at the same place i was when Avengers, even Age of Ultron came out <laughs> about the whole series. Like the first Avenger movie, I was really psyched. And we went to that oh, all yeah. day festival. Well, that was like, that was what Endgame is to everyone, to us. Yeah. And then <laughs> this was the culmination of everything a movie where people team up. Age of Ultron, I was excited to go see it. And then I was like, well, that was okay. I wasn't, like, as excited leaving. I think I enjoyed Ultron more than a lot of everyone else did. <laughs> so there's a, a guy at work who was, like, watching Endgame, or he was watching one of them, and, like, commenting on the characters that he wanted to see in the Marvel movies. And he, he mentioned, like, can't wait till they bring Quicksilver in since they had Scarlet Witch. Oh. Uh, and I'm like, have you not seen Age of Ultron? He dies in Age of Ultron. He's been there. And he's like, oh, no, I haven't seen it. Oh, like, no. Why are you watching this movie if you haven't seen? And he was like, he listed all the movies before that he hadn't seen yet. And I'm like, you, you poor, poor sweet man. You need to watch these in order. <laughs> I mean, you could skip some. I. Mean... But if he's if he's the type of person who knows that Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver are like connected characters. That's true. And it, like. <laughs> Yeah, but you can, like, I don't know. I could see these movies becoming a thing like comics where, you, like, uh, I've been checked out of comics for 10 years. What's going on? This one looks exciting. I'll jump back in. I could see that. I mean, there's certain series like Star Wars where I don't think I'll ever stop being excited for a new Star Wars. I think I'll start whenever they start coming out with those Game of Thrones people's Star Wars movies. <laughs> That's <What>? true. <laughs> the they're the showrunners of game of thrones they're gonna have a trilogy or something oh yeah if it's the old republic like i've heard rumblings of that'd be really mm. fun yeah um, i mean i'll probably I be know. excited for him but there'll probably my... be some crazy lady involved they'll be like she's crazy now my faith in game of thrones people has has wavered they're <laughs> they seem to be quite decent at adapting material that already exists yeah. but uh once they're kind of on their own i don't trust them and there's scenes that are so good like shot so well oh yeah and then there's just randomly like just bizarre choices with story yeah, the latest that latest episode had such beautiful moments and yeah inside of it. i don't want to say but there were some really beautiful things and it's just how is this happening in this story anyway yeah like i think i feel weird about this movie because i feel like i should like it more than i do yeah because it feels like I need to have more like for it because I don't know. When I think back to Thor Ragnarok, I'm like, 
man, I really like that movie. And then I think yeah. back to this one and I'm just like, I don't know if I feel the same emotions towards this one that I do. It's like part of it is, I think part of the enjoyment just comes from like the the plus percentage rating it gets for being number 22 or something. <laughs> yeah. Because I mean like... Like when you socket two gems of the same type, you get a bonus. I feel like Avengers Endgame... I, I can't disentangle how much of a bonus it gets for being... Socketed like, with 21 like, other gems. Yeah. <laughs> and how much it gets for being a movie I legitimately enjoy. Like, I didn't... There's so many parts I really like. Like, the, the smart Hulk. I like Captain America fighting a time travel version of himself is really good. Like... <laughs> There's so many good parts, but I, there's also really a lot like the, of stuff that brings it down. I like the beginning of the Captain America fight scene. Where, what was it that he said? And then uh, he was, the time traveling version of him was just like, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I so, love yeah, how I much say that. Character, or how much character development Captain America has had to see the first instance and to see the newest, latest. I was like, hmm. Like, this is a really good, like, narrative introspection. Yeah. I mean, I, I like forgot that she's... Captain America used to, like, be like, watch your language. Yeah. Oh, like uh, yeah. Very, very clean, clean cut. Yeah. I just keep thinking back to, uh, I think Captain America Civil War might be one of my favorites of the whole thing. And I, I, I guess I probably need to rewatch it, but I just felt like... It did a lot of the similar things that Infinity War and Endgame are trying to do. Like, I know it's bringing a lot more characters to the table, mm. but Civil War felt pretty packed. It not only brought characters, to, like it brought two brand new characters to the table. Yeah, and this one, this one doesn't have any new characters. Yeah, has Morgan Stark. Mm -hmm. No, yeah, true. It does have one new character. <laughs> And I could feel, like, when I was watching Civil War, I could feel like this is struggling under the weight of everything it has to get done. Yeah. Like, it felt like it was a chugging. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like, barely able to load all the assets. But I, I feel like it was better paced than this movie, or even if you put this movie together with Infinity War and treat it as a outrageously long movie. <laughs> I will say this movie's greatest strengths are in all the little quiet mo moments like hipster Hulk in the back of a truck with rocket. That's just such a good, like such a well shot. And Oh, I'm trying to think of like the way the scene was just set up was just really beautiful. And then he just goes and talks to Thor for a while. And it's so comical and natural and all that feels so good. And then it's like, oh, right, we've got to get back to time heist. Yeah. Yeah. Also, speaking of going and talking to Thor in New Asgard, how the heck does Fortnite survive five years of semi-post-apocalyptic world? Half of all good gamers are dead, Josh. Uh, they aren't making new <laughs> games, man. Oh, They're keeping they're Fortnite making... alive with free servers like they do with WoW. Original WoW. Okay. Okay. It's a dedicated fan base. All the Asgardians sure. play it. Yes, it's when Thor when Thor makes the threat, he's actually threatening the kid down the street. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, just 
just like seeing the scene where um where Ant-Man is walking down the street and there's just like garbage piled up and he's like, what the hell happened? Yeah. Where am I? And then comparing that to, yeah, there's still like Fortnite going on. <laughs> like some stuff hasn't changed. I figured it out. It's the composition of all the quiet scenes is so well done. Like the scene where Captain America is in like a support group. I was like, oh, yeah. this is just really well shot. I feel like we're in a brand new movie now. And, and we get our first gay Marvel character. Oh, man. <sighs> <laughs> okay. I really, really thought that at the end of the battle, like, Bucky was going to tip War Machine back and they were just going to start going hog. <laughs> and our big gay moment is just a random extra being like, I went on a date Ra- with a guy. Random extra. That's well, one of the, the director. directors. Yeah. But he's not a <laughs> no. named character in the movie. I mean, he's not even Happy's level of being a named character. It's weird. <sighs> It wouldn't have been so bad, I think, if there wasn't so much hype about, like, if the filmmakers hadn't hyped it. It is weird that they, like, did that and then patted themselves on the back, basically. (laughs) That's the weird part. I didn't realize they actually patted themselves on the back and made a big deal of it. Yeah, I think that is what makes it kind of gross. It was a fine moment. Like, that was fine. Like, it was a whatever, just, like, casual throw it in there. But to say, like... We did it. Because <laughs> I think yeah, that's the thing is they it, kind guys. of like told the fan communities like, wink, wink, we've heard you. Yeah, like, it's important it's pos- for us to put representation in there. <laughs> I mean, it it would be shitty if that's that's the reason and the, that they did it. Just just like we did this thing for you, this tiny, tiny thing for you. And, and then made a big deal of it. And I'm thinking but, of it just devoid of any commentary. The moment seems fine. Like, it's very, yeah, like, just a normal thing that happens kind of moment. See, but, like, if they thought beforehand that it wasn't that big a deal and tried to put it in, and then higher-ups gave them pushback on it and they fought for it to keep in that small thing, then that would make sense if they're, like, congratulating themselves on putting up a fight over something so so small and like standing their ground on it but but i don't it's still not (laughs) yeah it's probably not what happened yeah there's like just like 10 articles when you search for gay character in game that are all just marvel's first canonically gay character (laughs) as far as i'm concerned that was carol danvers yeah no (laughs) captain marvel if they don't bring that up more in number two i'm gonna be very like sorely lit down because that would be was, such yeah. a much better it was definitely subtextual there <laughs> yeah but this is the first confirmed gay character in a marvel movie they didn't have to jk rowling this one speaking of weird moments more people were crying in the theater than at tony stark's funeral oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> since i was crying during that scene a little bit I didn't notice, and then rewatching it, I was like, "Oh, this is very awkward." The kid isn't crying. <laughs> I think one person was like, like fully teary-eyed, and everyone else was just doing that like stoic look off into the distance. Yeah, well, it doesn't help that the directors told them that they were at a wedding. <laughs> <laughs> a, a, a wedding on the water. 
We don't yeah. want to spoil that a character... Like, <laughs> I guess they could have... If they said a character dies and then did process of elimination, everyone could have figured out who it was. But uh, they could have had uh, Robert Downey Jr. also attend and yeah. <laughs> just CGI him out. Yeah. Or just have such a big crowd that you just show everyone individually. <laughs> or everyone was saying Iron Man and Captain America dies anyway, so it would have gotten lost in the flood of people predicting that. Like, what is a spoiler yeah. that one of them dies? <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh I think spoiler culture has gone too far if they can't make the movie correctly <laughs> because they're afraid someone might spoil it before yeah. it comes out. Ugh. When I was seeing people talk about how the spoiler culture might be driven by the studios to like try to like rev up ticket sales for the oh, first yeah. couple of weeks. Because then there was the big deal about like Marvel's lifting uh, the spoiler ban. Yeah, there was like that weird, weird, I guess they had like a weird sizzle reel type thing of like, it was supposed to be like footage that someone took at a premiere type event and everyone, and there was a whole like, don't spoil the end game campaign (laughs) that I didn't pay too much attention to because I didn't want spoilers. Yeah. See, that's what I don't like for spoilers, no matter what movie it is. If I'm interested in seeing it. I don't like it when someone just posts like directly to Facebook in text. Weird that Tony Stark died. Like, yeah. oh, that's a lot. That's, but I don't know. You can just have the slightest amount of like, hey, spoilers, step, space, space, space. I don't know. It's all about being polite. Yeah. I think uh, more social media needs to have the spoiler tag mm. option where you have to actually click on it to see what the spoiler is. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that. I will say this movie was hard to be spoiled. Because yeah. I think someone had, I think someone had spoiled for me that Tony was gonna die. But with all the time travel, with the people coming back left and right, I was like, well, maybe he dies and then he comes back. I don't know. So it it subverted my expectations enough that I couldn't exactly follow what was gonna happen next. Yeah, and yeah. you weren't sad that Black Widow died until twenty minutes later when Hulk said, <laughs> "Sorry, we can't." I, like, I think oh no, not everyone was on your same page as you. Well, I felt bad on that scene because I was like, okay, they're going to fight over who goes over the edge. And then they did it. And then Black Widow went over the edge. Like, it was pretty sure that she was going to be the one. And I was just, no, I didn't mean it. I take it back. I wanted yeah. Barton to fall. I wanted <laughs> yeah. it to be Barton. I wanted it to be Barton, too. And they, like, reversed it back and forth so many times yeah like that was the that was the thing for me is like i i wasn't thinking that oh it's gonna be reversed by the by the snap or anything i was thinking like i was thinking that whoever here here is dying but then it kept going back and forth and i'm like (sighs) (laughs) yeah and yeah I, w- I was more mad that it wasn't Hawkeye than it sad that it was Black Widow. Yeah. Yeah. In the moment, I went, ah, oh, I don't like this guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I went, she's supposed to have a movie. So I think that factored into my, did oh. she get brought back? So there was a lot of like unsuredness in the moment. But yeah. Um, that does remind me. One of the things that I am kind of mad about is Gamora died, and then mm-hmm. through time travel they bring her back, but at a pre-her meeting Quill moment, yeah. yeah, which means 
both the James Gunn movies, as far as their interaction goes, don't really exist. And I just I mean they exist they exist for Star Lord. Yeah. Yeah. But I just I don't know, it almost felt like a big F you to James Gunn to just be like, We just undid like this romance you've been working on for a while. And maybe that's no, no. something they'll cover they later, but they didn't undo it. They roadblocked it. Yeah. Like they gotta well, they had, do it again. They killed her last time, so they already had they they messed up his stuff and then when she came back they unmessed it up in a weird way where it's still messed up. Yeah. Yeah. So it's fifty first infinity dates. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, that movie might have Thor in it. <laughs> yeah, since they're as Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh yeah. So who knows what Guardians of the Galaxy three looks like? <laughs> Supposedly, it's gonna feature Rocket mostly, or like be his like storyline. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. So let's uh, go through this list of characters. Oh God. And see uh, who do you think, or who do you have a comment on? What list of characters? Where? After the plot. Um, on the Wikipedia. <laughs> there's some... I was going to start with the bottom, so we didn't start with, like, Tony Stark. But the bottom of the list seems really weird that there's Thanos on the bottom of the list, and then Pepper Potts, mm-hmm. Rocket, Happy... Are these in any particular order? <laughs> Doesn't sound like it. <laughs> John Favreau as Harold Happy Hogan. He's going to buy that little girl a bunch of cheeseburgers. Benedict Wong <laughs> as Wong. You want more Wong? Who is that? Uh, that's Doctor Strange's assistant. No, no, no. The one above it. Sorry. Oh. Okoye. Okoye? Oh, Wakandan traditionalists? Oh, that's the... One of the... the what, are they, what are they called? They're called something. Yeah. The Beloved? No, that seems wrong. It's the... It's the, the lady from The Walking Dead. Yeah, but they call... What are they called in that? The... The uh, something melange? Dora... Dora melange. Dora melange. It's right there. Yeah, it's right what there. are they? What does that mean, though? They're they mean something. Adored once, that's what it is. They're ceremonial wives in training. I don't know if that's what they are in the movies, but that's <laughs> <laughs> what they are in the comic book I was reading. Yeah. So yeah. Um. This list of characters. Oh yeah, they they much. kind of forgot about Captain Marvel for a long while because she could just kill a spaceship in one hit. Yeah, they intentionally left her out of the fight. Until after the spaceship kept Scarlet Witch from de- absolutely destroying Thanos. Like, Scarlet Witch had him pretty much half ripped apart, and then the spaceship came in and stopped her. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, and then now we can put Captain Marvel back in the fight. Yeah. yeah. Could they have just <laughs> given Captain Marvel a heads up, like, hey, come back to Earth, we have the Infinity Stones, gonna use them, just thought you should be on hand. Like, would that have killed them? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like she was really wasted in this movie. She was, mm-hmm. <laughs> but space is big. Other people I mean, don't have fine. the Avengers. She was, she was especially wasted whenever it, like the whole end of the last movie was. Oh, but wait, we could have, we could have Captain Marvel. She's like the deciding factor, maybe. No. Yeah. Well, yeah, and then there's that whole scene where she's like, "Last time you faced him, you didn't have me." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know they wanted this movie to be about all the old people doing one last thing, but it would have been fun to have her on the time heist. <laughs> yeah, she knows the area. She's from that time, but she's not. <laughs> well, she wouldn't have to worry about running into herself. That's for sure. Yeah, if she went out in space, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. There's. I think they just think they just put her in here. J- like it. 
she wasn't necessary to the plot like the end of infinity war made it seem like yeah she's gonna be the thing that saves everyone i think it was just to sell people on the captain marvel movie <laughs> which like she's I mean, gonna be an endgame guys you gotta see her movie before yeah i liked endgame or i like captain marvel i think more than this movie oh really because i feel like the plot was so much more compact and the characters had more depth i don't know i had more time to explore them anyway I think Captain Marvel is what? What did I say? Like high end of middle tier. Mm. Mm. I think the I I judge these movies. A big factor I judge these on is their action because they are action movies, and I want to see some spectacle. And the action in Captain Marvel was a little bit lacking because she's too powerful. <laughs> she I like was... started blowing up whole spaceships, and I went okay. That's her move. I'm yeah. happy to see some Amy Dangerous on screen already. Like someone's yeah. already put her on film. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I, I also yeah. didn't care for what they did with Nick Fury's character in, in Captain Marvel. Mm. I thought that was good. That shows you how much like, he's I don't grown. Know. True, I guess. He has come a long way. But they also hinted in past movies that he was already quite a badass around that time. Yeah. 20 years makes a big change in a person. <laughs> And, like, how big their legend grows. I rate it around where Doctor Strange is for me. Like, mm. that was pretty all right. And I think a second one will be really good. See, I like all the weird Marvel movies, though. Like, Iron Man 3 and Ragnarok. Like, well, everyone loves Ragnarok. Ragnarok, Ragnarok is <laughs> yeah. top tier. Man. Yeah, everyone does love it. But it, you can't say it's, like, as normal as, say, Iron Man 1. Like, as far as superhero movies. I think Iron Man 1 is overrated, and Iron Man 2 is underrated. That is true. As far as an action movie goes, I think Iron Man 2 is pretty good. What was Who's the villain in that one? Whiplash and oh, Hammer yeah. Industries. With Sam the, Rockwell. The Boyd. He, he wants his Boyd. Just just like in every Iron Man movie, the, the bad guy is a bunch of Iron Man suits. <laughs> <laughs> To run yeah. back to the character list, I'm glad that it only took two Guardian of the Galaxy movies and an Avenger movie to finally kind of figure out Nebula as a character. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure my favorite scene is her playing paper football. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think they figured it out in Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Yeah. yeah. That was probably. where it really clicked together. Yeah. Which is why I'm sad that Gamora's going to be like reset. Like, maybe they're going to do some fun things with where she's at as a person but i'm just like this is just like yeah. character growth erasement <laughs> yeah yeah it wasn't even like it wasn't even just her relationship with quill that's being erased yeah, like that's all a... of her development with with nebula also yeah so we'll see i guess whenever that next one comes out i think part of the plot is gonna be them looking for her as she's out in the wind oh is she yeah oh yeah um Thinking about characters, uh, Ant-Man, War Machine, and Black Widow are all present and all do a good job, but I don't feel like anything really happens for them. Like, yeah. like as far well, as them growing much. Black Widow's, Black Widow's character definitely developed. Oh, I do want to take <laughs> issue with, they have a lot of character development happen off, off screen. screen. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
uh black widows become like a management type person of like logistically assigning all the avengers to things and yeah Hulk, See, that just seems like you know became she... one with himself off screen <laughs> the hulk thing i think i that was the one off screen thing that i was like that seems fine because it would have just been him like yelling while in a machine like gr- like growling and then he would have popped out as one person yeah i don't know that was such a How? good reveal for me too because i thought the pictures of hipster hulk were photoshop and then when they came <laughs> on screen i just i actually real life yelped a little bit just oh he actually did that yeah and see like with the hulk like that character development happens off screen and he's just kind of there for the movie and like does little character things but since it's not since the story isn't really revolving around him personally i think it's okay for him not to um not for it to center around on him too much well, like I mean, the story doesn't like, really revolve around anyone. Uh, kind of Tony. Iron Man. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it kind of revolves I around re- Tony. Tony even gets his own scene with meeting his dad. Yeah. Like, like the it's definitely a Tony Stark movie. And I think it partially also gets shared with Captain America and Thor. Yeah, I think they... Like, it doesn't revolve around any one person, but I... Like, I don't see why, like, those are the ones that get character development on screen and everyone else has to, like, yeah, they grew. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm, like, it's not any one person's movie. As far as on screen character development time, it's only a handful of characters. And see, that's the reason, like, Black Widow, the part of, like, a big part of the plot revolves around her. I could have used a little more on screen development of what le- leads to that yeah. or like ant-man i think they couldn't have too much of it because that takes away from the shock of boom five years later well i mean after like five years later yeah but uh, she doesn't even get that much like i think hulk gets more like oh he's you can see him being different now than you can see of yeah black widow before she's just kind of like gone black again widow's two-year change is that her hair's grown out Two-year change, five-year change, man. Five-year change, sorry. Three-year change. No. <laughs> I think it is three. No, it's five. Are you sure? Yes. Pretty sure it's I five. have no idea. <laughs> Why didn't anyone check in on the Hulk in five years? I just... Yeah, they were like... They were surprised also. They were like, so, like what you've done. Like, if Ant-Man was, like, freaking out, that would be one thing since he's been gone for five years. But everyone else should just be like, yeah, so... That was a good poker night the other day, right? Three years is The Leftovers, and I just watched that. So. Oh. Uh, Everyone go watch The Leftovers. No, stop plugging your show. It's, <laughs> it's really good. No, go yeah. watch the original Avengers, the Venture Brothers. So, what other characters we got here? I mean, I think the rest are, like, more background. Yeah. Oh, on this list, I do love how much work and how much change we got to see with Valkyrie. Even though she's in only a couple of scenes, because yeah. seeing her go from being the town drunk in Ragnarok to being like oh, the yeah. town leader in Endgame is just really nice. Yeah, Valkyrie's Valkyrie's now King Valkyrie. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And I think it's neat that they settled in like the same place where Odin was the last time in Ragnarok. Yeah. Oh, okay. I remember my other kind of like thing that I wasn't super happy with 
So they talked up how exciting the big girl moment was going to be in Endgame. <laughs> and it's, it just sort of happens. It's fine. It's fun. I, I teared up <laughs> no. at that scene. But again, I, it was just another like, they could have done more. I think a lot. it's the big girl moment is too heavy handed. Is way too heavy handed because it's just like, how are you going to get across this battlefield with my help? With my help, we'll all do it. We're all women. It's just every single woman in the franchise, some of which aren't even going to be much like super helpful in that fight, but they're there and no men are there. I don't know. Also, <laughs> the the question they like, pose is like, how is she going? How is Captain Marvel going to get across the field? with the infinity gauntlet well she just blew up a spaceship so i think she's good (laughs) yeah (laughs) i think she's gonna make it (laughs) like she could just fly through a spaceship so i think a couple people is gonna not slow i think she just flies across because what what ends up happening is they all do a move and then she just ends up flying across (laughs) i'm like well that 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 was the answer (laughs) it's still cool and that whole scene's still cool like I like the part where Spider-Man is just like in the fetal position and they take the gauntlet from <laughs> him. I was like, that's pretty good. But yeah, it's hard for me to like diss any scene that involves a Pegasus throwing Peter Parker. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I can't give it too much trouble, but yeah. Also, it seems really coincidental that all of the females were on that side of the battlefield and able to get in position, but yet, you know. None of the men were able to. <laughs> it was too heavy-handed. Yeah. So, overall, thoughts? I enjoyed it. And it was, for how much it needed to carry on its shoulders, pretty solid at what it did. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't hate it. Thumbs up 80%. I think a lot of... Oh, one of the other things we didn't talk about is the logistics of Captain America returning all of the stones. No, it's the same with I think time travel. Yeah, but, like, the fact that it didn't happen on camera and, like, what what all he did. <laughs> so, yeah, he goes and checks up with Peggy Carter. And here's one of those moments where I'm pretty sure different creators of the movie had different ideas about that. Because I think one group was like, yeah, he was always her husband. And... Oh, no. Can't, can't happen. Not a thing. Wait, 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 wait. Someone, one of the creators said, yeah, he was just always her husband and we just never saw him. But that means he shacked up with one of his relatives in Winter Soldier. They just kissed. Oh, uh, did they? Yeah, because well, Captain America wouldn't have sex with someone without marrying them first. True. <laughs> I guess so. Captain America's a virgin. <laughs> yeah. And then he just. At least until the end of this one, if you know what I mean. But but also that's not how time travel works. I think it is. So. I think it is because they. I think time travel always works how it w- always worked. No, I no. Yeah, it doesn't. I do believe. I think I don't want to get into it because I don't think it matters. And I think that's what they're saying. It doesn't matter. And I think that's it. Just works how it is. You can't change the past. They didn't change the past. The past was always Captain America returned to that point in time and lived out the rest of his life it always happened that way they always stole the infinity gems and no yeah there's no alternate time since they returned there are alternate times they returned the infinity gems there's no alternate timelines no because loki loki didn't fucking escape yeah and that always happened now 
No, yes. it didn't. He, the past didn't change. He yes, the past. I'm saying, just I'm saying the past did not change. It was always that way, and it has always. But been it wasn't that way. always that it way. It is. Yes, Josh. It, you can't have both. Josh off screen. Loki disappears, and everyone's like, "Where that shit did he go? I wait. Look for him. Look around." And then he just reappears. And then he shows back up. <laughs> so, oh, okay. And it's him like six years later after the conclusion of his TV yeah. show. You don't know. <laughs> no. That he could be what happened. That, that could be why we have such character development between the end of the first Avengers movie and the next time we see him. Yeah. <laughs> I also love no. <laughs> this is a sidetrack, but he's in the. They pass him in the lobby of Avengers Tower, and then he's also in the background of the jail. And just the way they set up those two scenes to mirror that he's just in both. I was really hoping they just oh. ha- keep having scenes with Loki in the background. Yeah. I guess I didn't notice that those were like back to back scenes. That is kind of cool. Yeah. I want to I wanna break off real quick for a quick what if scenario. What if they did all the testing of the time machine and they got all suited up and it's all dramatic and they get up on the platform to time travel and then all the Infinity Stones just appear with like a handwritten note and says, we did it, guys, from the future. Well, you're past. We already we just dropped him off here. So we simplify the plot. And it's a Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure time travel where they just have to say, I'm going to make sure I go do that. Yeah, I was saying like what Captain America did was he didn't return the things to their spots. What he did was took the Infinity Jumps to each of the groups that went out to get them. And said, y'all can go back now. (laughs) (laughs) And so he just created a little little tiny loop where the infinity gems keep getting constantly recycled in that smaller loop. (laughs) All right. And then for about 20 minutes, Josh and I uh, argued about time travel. We were both wrong about certain things. I was saying there was no alternate realities. And there's clearly alternate realities. And... What sums up the problem with time travel in Endgame the most might be this quote I found afterwards that kind of diffused Josh and I's argument uh, about the movie. This is from a Yahoo Entertainment article. Again, that's not a definitive answer since opinions differ among the MCU brass. But Marcus and McFeely, those are the screenwriters, did weigh in on one of the biggest questions fans have been left with. Whether or not Steve Rogers was always the husband of Peggy Carter in the MCU, given the revelation of his own solo time travel efforts in the film's closing minutes. And then this is a direct quote from one of the writers. That's our opinion. To be fair, I think Joe and Anthony, the directors, might have a different opinion, and it kind of depends on what Marvel wants to do going forward. But it was our thought that Steve lived in his own timeline and always married Peggy and those kids you see in Winter Soldiers are his. So just here in this one sentence, Steve lived in his own timeline, but also it was the same timeline we saw in Winter Soldier. So even if he can't agree with himself in a single sentence, I think it's fair to say that no one knows. (laughs) All right. Uh, they're gonna bring bring out uh, theme song was Free Harmonics by the Free Harmonic Orchestra using Creative Commons license you can use any of this under Creative Commons license uh, share, like, and buy attribution, I believe um, check us out wherever, and I think they're gonna say goodbye, yeah, but I'll say goodbye now, bye
Thanks for listening, everybody. I'm going to cut out all that. Where do we want to actually end the episode? I was just going to add in tack here on the end that I wrote my big thoughts on everything on calculating normals. Do you want to read more? And I'll link to it whenever the double issue episode comes out. Whenever that is. Yeah. Anyway, where are we ending things? There's some some major editing going on to figure out where all these endings come in. <laughs> Daniel or Daniel already ended it. <laughs> oh. Okay. Okay. Bye. This is a Facebook review of Amazon. <laughs> Amazon Logistics sucks dick. I will not be renewing my Prime membership when the time comes. Amazon's reply. I'm sorry to hear about this, Cindy. <laughs> We'd like to take a look into this with you. Do you mind letting us know what's going on with your deliveries without giving personal account-related information? Robert R. They always get delayed and never arrive. One time the driver was in my driveway. I stepped outside. He looked me right in the eye and left. <laughs> That sounds true. Uh, I searched the property. No package. I then received a text message saying my delivery has been delayed. Needless to say, I canceled the order. Now today, I give them another shot, and I'm told my package is out for delivery. Next thing I know again, there's been a delay, and my package will arrive between today and Friday. Obviously. Again. In route. I was forced to cancel my order. Why do they insist on such a third world delivery service when we pay for Prime membership? I've been recording. You can get oh. my whole rant here. Well, I just started.